0: Alright guys, here we go. Huge episode of the Nordies Podcast. We talk Loki, Dave. Both of them are on Wednesday nights now. Crazy. And we get into Attack of the Clones. Here we go, Nordy's Podcast. here we go, Nordy's podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing?
1: Doing very well,
2: my friend. I'm doing great. I think that uh, it hasn't worn off just being in the room hanging out.
0: Yeah. I'm still excited by it. It's a lot of fun. Two weeks. It's a lot of fun. All right. Well, we have a really fun episode for you guys. Lots to talk about today. But before we dive into that episode, we need you guys to finally, if you haven't, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere that you get your favorite podcast from and get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week. For free. Thank you. Carrying on. Yeah. All right, guys. uh, Here we go. We are drinking... I always say we're drinking an interesting beer. And I have to tell you guys that sometimes I'm lying. Sometimes it's a good beer, but it's not interesting. It's like two style of what everybody drinks. But this... Well, not, you get your you get your, you get
1: your you your lines memorized, right? So yeah. you say we got a really interesting beer tonight. I don't think you mean interesting. I think you this
2: mean is like a pilsner it's, to style. It's a, like, <laughs> All right, uh, this I think, is another. I think you mean
0: it's like it's a, a new beer that's come out yeah. that nobody's had. So here we go. This one is actually interesting. I went to Dangerous Man. I said to the guy who was working there, I was like, "Hey, we're gonna drink some of these beers on our podcast. What should I get?" And I picked out this one, which we'll drink in our sportscast this week. That was an obvious choice, but then he was like get my favorite one which must have been the one he made <laughs> he definitely definitely had a hand in it yeah
2: or he just knew that they weren't selling it and no, like, this no, guy's no. gonna buy two dude we N- got to get rid of this shit no
0: they were they were down to the very end okay they only had a couple left and he was like these are the last cans so like you might want to get it oh see he, now he, i'm starting to think yeah he spotted
1: you from a mile away the the if there's you can only get two <laughs> eric's getting two so <laughs>
0: here we go mango mango Cashew curry ale. Okay. This thing is contains nuts. It's 6.9. And it is In the running for the weirdest beer I've ever had in my life. It smells like Indian food. It is very curry Mm -hmm. forward. Um, But I will tell you that the curry, I don't really know about the nuts, um, but the curry and the mango is like kind of a nice little flavor combination. It's actually spicy. Yeah, it's kind of spicy and it's gotten better as I've, like my first few sips, it was like disarming. And now that I've kind of like got used to it, I actually am enjoying it, but it is a very weird beer. Um, I don't like
2: it that much. I'm okay. I mean, I'm glad
0: I tried it because I like. I drink a lot of beer, man.
2: I want to try something new and exciting and different. And this definitely is all those things. I don't think it's that good, though. To be honest. Like, is I it that delicious?
1: Like, I, I, one of the benchmarks I think we like to say is like, would you go have this again? And I think the answer is resoundingly no for me. Yeah, it sounds like it is for you too. <clears throat> but I, I'm enjoying
2: it because it's a different experience.
1: So the the I've I've had one other curry beer in my life, and it was at New Belgium Brewery, and it was a coconut curry. So Makes sense. it was a little bit on the sweeter side and not as spicy um i think this is better because i don't like the sugary beers like that Mm. too much either but i don't know it's okay like i don't like spicy beers either so this just doesn't tick all the boxes yeah but it is like eric said it's new it's interesting like you said jim it's fun to try this stuff it's probably only gonna come around once so get your hands on it while you can
2: yeah and we're not gonna pour it out we're gonna drink it let's go
0: we're champions. I'm gonna enjoy it. All right, here we go, guys. Uh do we care? Lots to talk about today. First one is DC. DC comic. Do you guys know what DC stands for? Um, no. David and company. Detective comic. Oh, okay. That's, okay, that's horrible. That makes it worse. DC asked the animated Harley Quinn series to take out a uh scene of Batman performing oral sex on Catwoman.
2: I'm I'm pissed. I'm pissed too. Why? Honestly, this could have been the thing that actually got me to watch this show. <laughs> this would have been it. If That's, I had known this was coming, I would have been into it. And now I know it's
0: not. I just know it won't
2: be in there, so I don't even, you know. I, I'm not, I, just,
0: I don't know. Like, I know that there are people in this world who, like, think that, like, cartoon sex is, like, real, real hot. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me, fucking <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I know that there are people in this world who feel that way, and I am not one of those people. Right. But I am a little offended because I just think that this was... Whoever is writing this and making this is interpretation of, of the relationship between Batman and Catwoman. And Which is always
2: sexually t- charged. Yeah. and so Every movie, every time she's ever, she's always hitting on him.
0: And so to me, I don't know. I just, like, I wouldn't have watched it no matter what happened, but I just think it's kind of wrong for them to take this out. So this
2: so. is supposed to be, this is the Harley Quinn show on HBO Max. It's for adults. It's like... Like a hard edge PG 13 show. Maybe even R. I don't, I don't, I think it's R rated. I think they swear in it and everything. So then DC's like, superheroes don't do that. They don't do that?
1: Really? <laughs> like, I, how I gotta, do you know? I'm going to go ahead and tee you up for season three of The Boys uh, yeah. with a scene called The Hero Gasm. <laughs> yeah. And <It's> a superhero <laughs> orgy coming
2: yeah. up. Um, I, I'm annoyed about this even though I didn't watch the show so I'm not like you know gonna miss it because I was going to miss it anyways but I just think it's wrong man you gotta respect creative like I agree. you said that's their interpretation of this this uh you know dynamic between them they're both hot people let's go
0: all right guys uh, do we care mm, Nah. no but not it's really hilarious. All right, next up, Dune, a movie that we do care about, is going to premiere at the Venice Film Festival. Um, this is a movie we've been talking about for a long time, and I feel like um, anyone who is, you know, really into our, our movie takes knows how we feel about this, but probably feels the same way that we do, as and we don't want to talk about Dune. We just want it to come out.
1: Agreed. Mm-hmm. But I think this is a good sign that they feel like this movie has enough uh, artistic quality yeah. and story quality that they would put it in a film festival. Right and premiere it there exactly instead
2: of like just a big hollywood premiere like you know other blockbusters get
1: and uh, yeah so i'm i think this is a good side for the you know the denis villeneuve uh movie that we're gonna get and i think it's coming out later this year i want to say it's coming
0: out october 1st on it's not that far away. on hbo max and in theaters
1: oh my god i know which so we get to watch
2: it right away
0: honestly though theaters
2: like my te- yeah i kind of wonder with this theaters. One. It's a
0: theater it's a theater movie yeah let's go I'm like fully ready to like eat movie theater popcorn. That's all you care about.
1: You have been since it shut down. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, I'm excited
2: about it. In fact, even with Black Widow, which I think we're going to get to, like I want to go to the theater for that. I think it has to be. Yeah, well, I mean if if g- I don't have it scheduled and it comes out and I can pay $30 to watch it instantly, I just will do that. That's why I like need to book the tickets almost soon.
0: I think so too. I'm really excited about this. I care a lot and I like the fact that they're putting it into, you know, of a, a film festival where, you know, you only put something there if you think it will generate more buzz being there. Mm-hmm. Um the only reason to put things there is to try to win awards or, you know, because you feel that confident in what you are putting out. Yep. Yeah. That's so, the and that's the only reason think, we brought it up.
2: Anyway. I mean we care. We care about all this stuff.
0: Yeah. All right, early Black Widow reactions are overwhelmingly positive. I think this is a, of course, that they are um, because we knew that's what was going to happen, but it just feels good to hear. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're, for every Marvel movie, they do this, right? So they have like this embargo. They show it to like s- some screeners, some people get it that are, you know, whatever, critics. And then they can't really talk about it. All they can do is like a quick tweet reaction. And that's where we're at right now. And sometimes it's like a kind of a mixed bag. This has been overwhelmingly positive and saying it's, you know, some people are saying this is the best solo Marvel movie, you know, maybe take out Endgame that is, you know, Infinity War, these big, spectacular things. But that means it's better than Iron Man. It's better than
1: Black Panther.
2: Yeah. So I was so excited for this anyways, because I like the the solo movies where the people don't have superpowers or else it is just like laser blasting and flying. Um, I like the, Captain the, Marvel. the
0: smaller scale solo movies, even if it's a big hero. Just, like, the idea that they're fighting, like, a villain in a place and they're not calling for help from other heroes Mm -hmm. is really interesting to me.
2: Yeah, I think it's a little easier to, like, get into and not just be like, okay, we're here for the spectacle. We know how it's going to end. it doesn't,
0: you know, it it makes sense that this would be their best solo movie because it's their best actor.
2: It's their best actor and it's their most recent and they're just getting so And They're just
0: getting better, but she's just, she's the most talented person in the MCU, I believe. Yeah, she's one of the most like, talented a- actors acting, acting in the wise. world. Yeah, like I think she's pretty much everything that she does now is either up for a major award or is like the one of the big movies of the year.
2: But you know what is interesting? They're also saying that Florence Pugh, Rachel Weiss Jim Hopper, I don't know his name, and I'm—he's just Jim Hopper to me. I don't care. David, the, the red. David, oh, oh, David, Jim Hopper, got it. <laughs> um, they're saying that like they almost steal the show. Like the the supporting actors are incredible in this. David
1: Harbor, David, David Harbor, Harbour. Yeah. sure. Why not? Or just
2: Jim. So I'm. He's even done more other stated, things, If Jim. it's even possible.
1: He's done other things.
2: He's about to be the Crimson Soldier or whatever the hell he is. So. Yeah.
0: I'm really excited about everything that he does um, because he's so likable. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think this is perfect to see him fall into the MCU here. And then right about that t- same time, we should be getting Stranger Things 4.
2: Oh, he's going to have a... A real Russian Hopper Hopper summer. Th- yeah, yeah, summer. Yeah, the summer of harbor. No kidding. Yeah. And in Russia, you're right.
0: Russia and Russia. Um, okay. We care a lot. I care a lot. Care a lot. I think... I don't know when Bond is coming out. I know when Dune is coming out. I know that this is coming out soon. I think this is the movie I'm the most excited about this year. Black Widow? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sure. I mean, it's an easy one to get very excited. I mean, we were excited about it before... All the movie theater shut down. Like, yeah, you know, this is gonna be released like a year ago. Oh
2: my god, it's been delayed so many times. It was supposed to come out May of last year. Yeah, and then it was summer, and then it was gonna be May of this year, and then they moved it to to what Ju- July 9th? Uh, no,
0: okay, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Did you look something else up that you're doing? Is 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 uh, October first, and Bond is October eighth. So Bond. Bond is yeah cool. i mean i'm going to the theater two weeks in a row when are we
2: getting mission impossible eight that's gonna <laughs> eclipse seven, all this shit. Seven, 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 i don't give a fuck and
0: eight <laughs> yes, i, I hope both. they like double album it and they're like one's coming out in january
2: and one's coming out in june i'd be all over it yeah. after that rewatch i'm a huge fan
0: i am too um yeah i care a lot about this so i do too of okay course. gerard butler and morena Bakarin. B- okay. Basarin. sure. Bakarin, I went yeah. with multiple versions. Um, you covered to your star bases. in Greenland migration. Yes. Tell the people Jim, what the Jimmy this is. special.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, I suppose you guys are expecting me to jump in here and say that I'm really excited for this movie and I the only one that liked the first one Greenland. That's not true. Um, you thought it was okay, right? I oh, thought it was pretty good. You thought it was pretty it was good. It's decent. Yeah. Um, I don't care about this movie. Oh, you don't want to no, see it? No, I mean, dude, you think it's going to be better? It's the world has ended. Spoiler alert. There's uh, like... Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. We don't know that. Well, okay. Well, we assume if you If you
2: watch the first seven minutes of it, they tell you that it's going to end, and it does. Um,
1: we didn't see any So, of that. I
2: don't know. I just... You know, dude, it's going to be diminished returns on this, and I probably won't even
1: watch it. It's Sharknado 2.
2: I think they got really lucky with the fact that the first one, like, somehow kind of worked, and it was actually fairly restrained, for, and the acting was, like, better than it should have been, considering who's in it. They're not going to like... So, you think this it. is... And I, it's not like they're, they struck gold in the first one. They struck like some nice copper, like some decent, like a nice some vein bronze. of copper yeah. that they can make some money off of. I just, this isn't going to be good. Let's so, just be real. So
1: you think that they wrote one movie. They didn't have a plan for a oh, second one. no. And then, but they saw how well it did. And now they are like, yeah. oh, run it back. Run it back. Run it back. So, I mean, look, there's a chance that I watch this, but it's, I just You don't know, care. you're going to watch it. Suck. You know damn well you're going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. You're going to watch at least the first 30 minutes. Right. To find out what actually happened. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, so, don't for,
0: so f- I don't care at all.
1: <laughs> no, I don't. Care. I don't really care either. Uh, cares. It's just fun to egg uh, Jimmy Channels on. So
0: for real, though, like, are we supposed to believe that Batman just doesn't have oral sex or anything at all? <laughs> to go back to the well. Like, are we supposed to just believe- He doesn't have sex. He, he doesn't, just, doesn't masturbate. Well, Batman
2: <laughs> doesn't. He only does detective work and yes. fights, like, mentally ill people. <laughs> That's all. He's a wholesome guy. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Do you think that it would have been removed if she had given him oral sex? No. Then no. it would. Then it would. They would play it. They were like, like of course, <laughs> Batman gets head without reciprocating. Like what? <laughs> That's
0: horrible. He's an
2: asshole. Then.
0: I think for sure they would have kept it in. <laughs> I think that was probably their first suggestion. You're we like, "Oh, right. there's oral just sex just happening. Ca- who on who?" Yeah, can we uh, just flip it around? Didn't can you want just- to hear that? No, no, it's him on her. No, it's not Batman. Yeah.
1: That's not our Batman. Well, she's got I mean, they, but there's so many technical like difficulties to get into the suit. Like there's belts that involved. That codpiece like, pops off with a button. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you think so? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a there's He's like fully a <laughs> ready to go <laughs> under there. There's a there's a button on his suit like yeah. the secret hatch release <laughs> like uh don't, 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 don't push that one. <laughs> Batcock deploy. Robin, stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: That's honestly, would you think they'd have a problem with that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oral sex yeah. between him and oh, Robin. Oh, yeah. For sure. Okay, that would be a big problem for the. All right, can we, DC, can we, uh, DC problem? 86. Well, I mean, I was,
0: I was over it. And then Eric brought it back up. I didn't think we were really going to go into it. I was joking. Like that. All right, here we go. Disney Plus time. Lots of Disney Plus stuff. (laughs) Solid transition. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So uh, first up, uh, there's going to be uh, an Experience the Beatles, Get Back, Disney Plus documentary. Do you guys care about this? I would like to go first because I think that the Beatles are maybe the most overrated band ever. That doesn't mean there isn't good Beatles. There's lots of good Beatles. There's Beatles that everybody likes, but like... This idea that they're the greatest band ever is just asinine. Well, who's the greatest band ever then? The Stones are way better than the Beatles.
1: I love the Rolling
2: Stones so that everyone loves the Rolling Stones. I was ready to hate your take and I'm like, yeah, the
0: Rolling Stones have been around way longer than the Beatles. Uh, they're way cooler and you know, like they have much better bangers, I think. So, I don't care about this, I will not watch this. Um, any Beatles thing, I actually kind of don't really pay attention to. They're like, oh my gosh, there's a movie about a guy who, um, that was really went bad. back in time and he just wrote all the Beatles songs, he's not loved what happened, him.
2: but. Okay. Who cares? Because the movie was stupid. There's another movie called, where uh, it's a musical.
0: Yesterday. It's a musical. It's a Beatles musical. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It's not about drugs, but it only could work if it was about drugs.
2: Yeah, there was that one. It was a Beatles musical. It was like Far and Away or something but, like that. Terrible. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess I don't care about this. No. And I think I was the one that put it on the docket, so you I'm did. sorry. Because I, I probably won't watch it.
0: I will not watch it. It okay. is directed by Peter
1: Jackson. That's
0: cool. What was the last cool Peter Jackson thing? Lord of the
2: Rings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's funny, like, if we cared about these things, Martin Scorsese does Rolling Stones documentaries all the time. That's a better director and a better band. And have you watched those? Didn't even know they existed. Okay. Shine a light. Go check it out if I'm also you in, claim to care. Which I'm in Camp Eric. You're
0: not.
1: I'm in Camp Eric, which is, I'm not a Beatles fan. They got a couple good hits. Really? Like, if they come on, like, you can kind of sing along to some stuff, but. I'm a big Beatles fan. But I mean, like, I don't listen to them hardly now, but. Honestly, like, the song Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds is boring. I yeah. don't like it. Um, I don't, most of their main hits are decent. They like, have ninety other songs. If you don't like that one, but, I've listened to all of them, man. Right. They're not that good. I, <laughs> most I, of
0: their songs <laughs> are songs that like are would be best on like Kids Bop, and then like yeah. anything I like was like. I like it was, was the like weird psychedelic stuff. George yeah. Harrison music and I'm like yeah I'm no, here that for that. No that stuff's great. I hate the early stuff like
2: I want to hold your hand. Like that's not <laughs> fun. That's bad 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 whoa, stuff. Whoa. Also
0: nailed it. Yeah you the crushed Liverpool it. That nailed it. My, it. my other thing I like about the Beatles though <laughs> is that they would like play concerts and they were like they were like BTS. So they're called? BTS? Yeah. They're like BTS except they would only play for like 20 minutes. Really? Like people would like wait forever and then they'd come out and play like five three minute songs and then like Leave. Then they'd get in a fight.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I guess long story short, we don't care. You guys don't even like the Beatles. That's news to me, but all right.
1: They're like the, they're like ACDC <laughs> to me. <laughs>
2: to you. Okay,
1: thank to you. To me. Like, because, yeah, I mean, ACDC just super is popular like... with a certain crowd. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe Be- Beatles have probably a bigger reach than that, but... I. Yeah, I think so. But I don't know. They're the biggest band of all time. If it comes on, like the radio... I mean, not that you hear the Beatles on the radio or whatever, but if, if I hear it, I'm like, skip. Yeah. It's on Pandora, skip. So who's better, Michael Jackson or the Beatles? Michael, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. By a by thousand a yards.
0: ton. Jeez. All right. Like, all right. Michael Jackson... um, if, if if I was deaf, I would think that Michael Jackson was great. If I was blind, I would think that Michael Jackson is great. What if you're deaf and blind? Then I wouldn't know who Michael Jackson is. Then why is he at the concert? <laughs> <laughs> His dancing is incredible. His songs are pretty good, some of them, except for... The Man in the Mirror is like just bottom of music to me. Yeah. All right, here we go. We're moving on from uh, one one Disney Plus show to another, and that's Beauty and the Beast. They're having their own TV series coming on Disney Plus. We know that it's going to be... Emma Watson-less. Josh... Gad. Gad. You will never remember, which I don't know who Josh Gad is still. And it's uh Luke Evans? Hemsworth? No. You told me Luke someone. It's Luke Evans. Oh, And Luke I just Evans. finished it for you. Okay. Okay.
2: Well, it's the same ca- it's the two guys from the live action movie with Emma Watson, mm-hmm. and I don't remember who played Oh, I do remember who played the beast, but I don't I can't think of his name and I don't really care. Um yeah, so I don't know. I mean, like these were pretty side characters, but they're going to give him a whole show. I don't care lefou who's playing by josh gad is the only openly gay uh disney character he's like obsessed with gaston he wants to bone gaston which obviously i mean look at the guy okay you guys are giving me blanks he eats
1: care. uh four dozen eggs exactly yeah they're no, getting a show no one, no one fights like so him i know they don't and he's especially good at
0: expectorating <laughs> <laughs> all right beautiful i don't care about don't this. care all right, uh, finally, the Book of Boba Fett uh, is going to reveal where Boba Fett has been all of these years. He fell into the Sarlacc pit, and we thought that was the end of him. But, of course, there's no safer place than Hogwarts or being in a pit in Star Wars.
2: Yep. If you go into a pit, you are fine. You will emerge. You will be fine.
0: Better. More but powerful. Probably.
2: Um, so, yeah, he fell in the pit.
1: And you're off the grid by And that then point. No taxes. We
2: saw him again after... When did we see... I mean, he did pop back up but what he was like 10 15 years or something like that till he was in the mandalorian again
1: something like that so he's
2: been doing something and i guess we're gonna find out which i suppose i guess this all makes sense like yeah we're gonna find out why he lost his armor and all those things
1: well i think there was there was a question of what boba fett story are they gonna tell yeah are they gonna tell you know somewhere in between the prequels like how did he get hooked up with the empire like that kind of thing which i would be really interested in or they could go this route of like between the sarlacc pit and Mandalorian. And in think- our
2: rewatch, we saw the birth of Boba. We know how where he came from, that he was an unaltered clone from his dad, Django, which all that shit played hard for me. Yeah. I loved it all in the, the movie. Um, so yeah, it's going to fill in some gaps. I think it's cool. I mean, I wasn't super excited when they announced this, to be honest. I was just like, give me Kenobi. And I'll watch this, of course, because
1: it's just it's probably going to be well, pretty if good. But if, if you don't think they're going to tie those two together, then you're crazy. Yeah, I think it's going to have a little bit of Kenobi sprinkled on top. OK, um, that'd be great. And I think that if they're so that they, they, they had to make a decision, right? Do we rehire the same guy that we had from Mandalorian and have him reprise his role? Or do we recast a younger Boba Fett? Mm. right because that would they they wouldn't be i mean they i guess they could de-age him but that would be super expensive and silly for every scene so so then they're they're just going to tell the later story and i think
0: that makes sense
2: okay i think so too with obviously the flashbacks or him just explaining it to tell those missing parts yeah i care i just not that much
0: don't care that much but that doesn't mean that i'm not going to watch it right away and love it right you know like it's not really my favorite story. Um, but if they've taught me one thing, it's that they will take the stories that maybe you don't think are important, and they'll make them important to you. And so that's how I felt about Wanda, Vision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and our next topic, Loki. Mm-hmm. Perfect transition. Perfect transition. I didn't, I didn't know how to fill it in there because I just wanted to high five you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, guys. So let's move on to our hot wrecks, and the only place to start is with the the belt holder, Loki. Yeah this firmly. show is so spoiler awesome. free by the way spoiler right now. free right now and at the end of the show we'll come back we'll talk spoiler filled loki to end the show a little so bit yeah if you want to hear a little bit about loki tune in at the end of the episode we'll talk about it um but man i think that this this is like some of the best television i've watched in a long time um the acting is so good Tom Hiddleston has gone from a character I didn't really care about, an actor I didn't really care about, to someone now that I'm totally invested in his work, even if it's not in the MCU. Well, he he used to be like such a like almost like a silly caricature,
1: right? Yeah. In in the original Thor stuff. And now it's so much more grounded. Mm-hmm. And he's likable because he's kind of down on his luck, you know, a little bit in that regard. He's so, totally likable. Yeah. So I I really appreciate this iteration of Loki much more than I did in the original Thor. Stuff he's
0: still like kind of sneaky and kind of an asshole, but his ability to be introspective for the first time that we've seen is has turned like made him into such a deeper character. And his interactions with the absolutely perfect Owen Wilson, yeah, has made him even better. I mean, their chemistry together, every piece of dialogue that Owen Wilson is in in every movie is great. Um, but in this show. It's so wonderful. And it feels like these two are just so natural. To-
2: I love them together. There were scenes in this last one. This is not spoilery at all, where they're like working on paperwork together, like in a library. I loved it. Electric, just their dynamic. And the writing is so good. The dialogue in this show is some of the best dialogue ever because it's just it's like fun and interesting at the same time. And it also works for the characters.
1: I can't I'm racking my brain to try and think of a better on-screen duo. And they do you know, 90% of the heavy lifting in this show. Oh, I yeah. mean, it's about Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston, Loki mm-hmm. and... Uh, Mobius. Mobius. Agent Mobius. Mobius
2: and Mobius.
1: It's just unbelievable. Like you said, something as mundane as like, we're going to search through some archives, you know, yeah. like how... And of course, they're paper archives. Nothing's digital. How boring can that be? It was exciting. Turns like, out the, not at all. Yeah, the back and forth was great. When he, you, you know, the, the, the food uh piece you know, with the, with the sprinkling on top was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like, just fantastic. While also doing some, you know, discovery and exposition was great. Like, just the, the way they worked all of that in, it was seamless. It was funny and believable. All yeah. in the same time, that's very difficult to pull off.
2: I think so, too. I'm just so impressed with the show. Only six episodes and already two in. I just want it to last, but we got four more hours. It's going to be great.
0: I can't wait to talk more about it. We'll come back to it at the end of the episode because I really want to break it down. Um, but if you haven't watched this... Or even if you're a person who listens to this and you're like, I just hate superhero movies. Like, these guys always talk about superhero movies. I love their takes. They're my best friends, especially through the pandemic. But I hate superhero movies. I think you should still watch this show. Like, I think it's that good. I think it's... Um, You might have some questions. You might need to do, like, find an article. Like, I didn't watch the Marvel movies, but how do I watch Loki? There's for sure that I don't that know. Aren't. I don't know if you would. Maybe.
2: It's really just a sci-fi show more than a superhero show.
1: Yeah. I think it's... And they explain in the first five minutes... Like, in a way, like mm-hmm. how he got there. You don't need to know the mechanics of all of it. Right.
0: I just think it's a really good show. I really think you'd like it if no matter who you are. Like, if you like good television, I think this is the best example we have. Right?
1: I'm psyched. Looking at you, Tony Ballster. Yeah, we are. All, all right.
0: Next up. No, I just meant of guys, people that don't generally like,
1: sorry, Eric. Right. Marvel superhero stuff. No, I know. This is, this is the antithesis of that for now.
0: I agree. It's great. That's on Disney Plus. This one, next one is on FX. And that is one of our favorite shows, season two of Dave, dropped on Wednesday with not one but two episodes. I love this show. I love this show. I love this show. I can't wait for more. Um, But I will say this we'll keep it spoiler free for you guys since it just dropped. Um, I will say that, like, the tone of the first two episodes um, was surprising. Yeah. Like, it was quite serious and. Um, like the ideas of like depression seemed like very anxiety, anxiety, like it was, it was like a hard watch at times. Yeah. He kind
2: of, I think that they picked it up at a good spot because he's, he's made it to the point where he should feel great, Mm -hmm. but he's also like not established anyway. And he should, he feels like he should finally feel cool and accepted and he doesn't.
0: And he feels so much pressure that he's not able to enjoy any, right. And so I think, I mean, that's spoiler free. I mean, that's just is what the show is about. And I think that anybody would really like this. Um, this is the kind of show that like is shockingly inappropriate at times. But I think that if, even if that's not your thing, that it's probably so worth a watch for you. Mm-hmm. But just know that like there are a few episodes in season one and for sure not that I'm will sure be in season two that are like so inappropriate and like so... Grit, like i can't real and gross kind
1: of <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're thinking of the same shit yeah. but you know
1: the milking table yeah the
2: milking table and the <laughs> the stick with the paper towel if you
0: end. if yeah if you are at work right now and you're like what's well, a milking table don't google don't it. google yeah. it if yeah. you're at home by yourself
1: google go it. in the incognito mode and google <laughs> it, it it plays a factor
2: in season one so yeah uh, yeah um it's a great show. I didn't. I didn't laugh as much as I did in a couple of the episodes of season one. Um, I think that they're trying to set a tone, and it's. And I always like the show, even when I wasn't laughing, because it's just fantastic drama, and I care about the characters, so it doesn't need to be super duper funny for me. Um, but I do hope, of course, that they get into you know a little funnier. Well, stuff. Well, season
1: but. one did get kind of serious at the oh, end. Oh yeah, not, yeah. As, not in terms of like like you guys are talking about like the mental health. I did not see the first two episodes, so yeah. Like you guys are talking about like serious life
0: topics. But there was some of that in season one too with Gata like. There was some really good television and like
1: powerful, man. That stuff with Gaeta was was unbelievable. Really good stuff. Um, And then they kind of ended it on a high note, right? Like they kind of entouraged the end, right? Where it's like, oh, yeah, everything kind of worked out. Yeah, Even though you didn't think it was kind going of big to break at the end yeah.
2: and you're kind of like, all right,
1: which was cool. But like, yeah, some of the, some of the, I think the way they converse about the topics is what makes it feel so cringy because like you don't really see a ton of that stuff. Like, I mean, the one shot of like him, his buddy pulling into the garage on the table, it was like a half second, like, right. you know. Just to get the, the visual, but it wasn't that bad. Right. It just sounds worse on paper, if that makes sense. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. It's a beautiful show. I can't wait to watch it. Just didn't get a chance. So.
2: Yeah. Well, you you got it coming, man. It's it's. I'm excited that it's back. And it's, of course, on Wednesdays. So it's on FX. FXX, actually, which yeah. it is not on I don't FX, even yeah. know I, if I even fucking have that. So I, mean, I just watched on Hulu, Hulu the next Hulu morning. Hulu the next day. Yeah. Hulu on Thursdays.
0: I think that this show is going to be your secondary title holder. Um, for the summer. It, to me, is going to be the number two show of the summer. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about it. Um, I really think it's like white-privileged Jewish Atlanta. Yeah, sure. Um, as in, like, uh, you know, I don't, I'm sure someone would be like, mm, dude, you shouldn't say that. But, like, my point is just that Atlanta is really about a lifestyle of, of a group of people from a specific area who have a certain life, right? Mm-hmm. And it's mostly, you know, being a young black man in this rap community in Atlanta right this is different because he's living a different life but they're doing it in a very similar way where some of it's really funny and some of it's really serious and it's mostly about like it's it's like a updated version of Seinfeld, right? Like it's like sure. a show about nothing, but it's really, you're just watching this really well-written, enacted um, story of these people's lives that feels almost unbelievable at some times, um, but also is like so gritty and grounded at other times that I just don't know how you could watch this show and Atlanta for that and not enjoy it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Atlanta's mostly about rapping
0: and the occasional uh, Craigslist purchase of a piano. Yeah, right, <laughs> yes. <laughs> or but, but it was also about like them Having to go to a party and like not knowing how to act or you know, or like you know, how to deal with family and how to he's going on a tour, but he has to leave his girlfriend behind. You know, like it's a lot of like just not things that you would really make a show about, Mm -hmm. but like if you do it well enough, you can make anything compelling. It works. I think that that's what this is about. Like he can just make his own insecurities into like really compelling television that's exactly what he's done yeah Yeah, talk about putting yourself out there too like oh
2: my god everything difficult but a lot of the stuff that's like you think he's making up for fun for the show that's like actually him like his well i fuck it i'm not gonna get
0: into it just watch the show
1: his ongoing
0: organ problems there you go all right uh sweet tooth on netflix you talked about this other week i watched the first episode i don't know if i liked it Enough. Like I think I'll still watch it, but like I didn't didn't grab you. I did, I wasn't like, dang, I need to watch episode two right now. Okay. I was kind of
2: like, wow, I really liked that episode. And then you <laughs> didn't watch the second one, and you still yeah. haven't. Um, yeah, I could get that. I think that this show is about the same level as Shadow and Bone, maybe a little worse. If Shadow and Bone is a B, this is probably a B minus. It's still a wreck. Um, it's, it's kind of an interesting world they built, although that should be the most interesting part. And sometimes like the big world reveals that they think is really going to hit, I think sometimes falls a little flat. Like, I think that they try to build up to big moments. And they don't hit as hard as, as they maybe thought they would, um, which makes it a little bit hard to to stay into it. Um, it's a good show. I finished it. I watched eight episodes of it, you know, eight eight hours. So it's got something going for it. It's just not it's not perfect. It's it, not fantastic. So is this a wreck? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a it's like a soft B minus wreck of like if you're into, you know, fantasy stuff, but kind of it's not very edgy. You know, it's a, a kid actor. Um, it's a little bit more of a family show. But it's good. It's good. It's it's well done. It's just not that exciting. And you kinda as talk- I'm learning more about, you know, the mysteries behind, you know, this big virus that was killing everybody and then like, you know, the the children are born like half animal and stuff, maybe the answers that I got already are not that good. You know what I mean? it's like some movies is like all about what the one question and then they answer it and you're like, Oh, that wasn't. I didn't know what to expect, but that maybe wasn't that good. The so, happening, yeah, the <laughs> happening, or many others. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, it's a wreck. It's just like it's not rush out and watch it right away. There's probably better stuff that you haven't seen yet.
1: Everything you just said talked me out of it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if Eric, Eric, you think you'll you'll turn it back on if you get bored enough?
1: Um,
2: you already finished Alone,
0: so you don't have, have I that. plugged Alone yet. No, you got Top Chef going for you right now. Love Top Chef. Um, I I might watch it. It's okay. a maybe. It's a maybe, and that's fine.
1: Between Dave and Loki, um, Top Chef, and and saving, Summer of Star and Wars, saving, saving Private Ryan, he's got a lot on his plate. And already. Summer
2: of Star Wars, we got a lot going on. <laughs> saving Private Ryan, never gonna
1: happen. Or what's the other one we wanted him to watch? Gladiator. No, he did watch Gladiator. No, he watched Gladiator. One time. The, the, mm-hmm. the 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 horror movie. Oh, Hereditary. Hereditary. That's yeah. yeah. You should watch that first. You should watch that. You gonna watch it? Maybe. You
2: should watch it before it disappears, and then you'll be like, "Well, I was gonna watch it, but uh, now it's four dollars." <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So next up, you watched Willie's Wonderland on Hulu. Uh,
2: so uh, I, this is one of those movies that we maybe even did as a, as like a Dewey Care back in the day because it's like Nick Cage makes one million movies a year. Oh, God. And they're all so bad. Um, and this is no different. So do you remember like when Nick Cage did the movie where I'm like excited because he's going to be fighting like panthers and shit on a ship? Oh, yeah. Tried to watch that. Got half an hour into it. Realized this isn't a cult classic. This is... A trash movie that shouldn't be seen by anybody so that's what this one what I was kind of hoping I'm like chasing a dragon here because this (laughs) was uh, Nick Cage in a like what they call Willy's Wonderland and their animatronics like in a band like a Chuck E. Cheese style like band Mm -hmm. for kids that come alive and kill people so I'm like dude this thing is gonna be a tight 90 it's gonna be silly and fun And it wasn't any of those things. It wasn't 90 minutes and it wasn't fun. And they decided to have Nick Cage have no lines. He doesn't speak, which is fine right away because he's by himself a lot. And then later, like, you know, this group of like teenagers like meets up with them in this place and they're just asking him questions and he doesn't answer. So it just it's like you're really sticking with this, huh? Writing team that decided not to give him lines. I couldn't finish it. I watched 40 minutes. It's really, really, really fucking stupid. So not a big surprise. What what do you think the
1: uh, record is for like most Nick Cage movies watched in 365 days? Because like you got to be pushing it here.
2: Yeah. No. I mean, I've I've tried, but if you don't finish them, I don't know if you can count it. And I can't finish these movies because they're so trash. He is a really bad actor now. I think he once won a fucking Academy Award. For what? For a movie called Leaving Las Vegas with Elizabeth Shue, where he was like a psycho alcoholic and whatever he was trying to drink
1: himself to death yeah it was
2: yeah. like a. I don't think i've even seen that movie i haven't even seen the good fucking nick cage movies and i watched the shitty ones but
1: um oh you've seen the rock
2: yeah i mean i've seen some i've seen raising arizona and face there's, off there's some good ones out there i know but boy is he just he has fallen into a thing where he just says yes to everything yeah it's crazy well, so this is a skip he didn't this say no a to a lot previously. I wish I could be like you guys. This was so fun, and it wasn't very good, but totally entertaining. I was struggling to watch it, so it's a pass.
0: All right. Um, just so you know, uh, do you want to know what his highest rated movie was? Uh, what? It was Into the Spider Verse.
2: Oh, oh, sure. Well, yeah, he Where was fine. He played Spider Man I mean, Noir. He was a a piece of a big ensemble.
1: He probably was gonna say, had 7 lines. I, I wouldn't call that his highest. I mean, yeah, he was a participant. Yeah. Okay,
0: and here we go. The Nick Cage deep dive. Oh. <laughs> Please not, don't. Please don't. Please don't. Do it. Dude, it would take so long. I'm going to just give you the beginning of his career because it's really good. Okay, let's okay. just do that. And then, and then we know And then I'm going to skip to just off. the highest earning and the highest rated. All right. Okay? Cuz there's it. just too many movies of his. I mean, Let's go. It's like a long scroll. All right. It starts out really great, though. His career is really solid to start. He starts out with uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Of course. 1982. Classic. Uh, 1983, even higher rated Valley Girl. Don't know that one. Uh, 1983, Rumble Fish. Okay. A 74. Uh, 1984, Birdie. An 83. All right. 1984, The Cotton Club. A 77. All right we don't know the peggy sue got married oh my god <laughs> raising arizona all right 91 there we go moonstruck yes. 94 all right like he's still making now he's on stuff. a roll though uh red rock west nope <laughs> uh leaving las vegas there we go the rock oh my face god. off wow con air
1: he did all those in all a those row? All those in a row.
0: Wow. Leaving Las this Vegas, peak. The Rock, Face Off, Con Air, Snake Eyes in a row. Snake, Snake Eyes wasn't was,
2: even that bad, was it, it? It was bad. Yeah, I think it was the first movie <laughs> where were like, wait, maybe Nick Cage does suck. But it was still like everybody still
0: watched it because you yeah. look who he's coming off of. Right. Um, his next big ones were The Family Man, a terrible movie that made a lot Gone in 60 Seconds. Okay. Great and movie. How dare you? It, it got really a 25. Movie.
2: What? That's yeah. false. That's it's, This is the days know. before... Actual Rotten Tomatoes is outside. I can't trust it.
0: Okay. And then we skip ahead to the early two thousands where he has things like the matchstick men. Ooh. The hell National is it? Treasure. Um, which Um Lord yeah? of War. Mm-hmm. World Trade Center. Ooh. Yeah,
1: he was the fireman. He was one of the firemen that like Okay were
0: first in or whatever. Uh his very famous The Wicker Man, which got a fifteen. The Bees Remember that? <laughs> the Bees <laughs> Yeah, it's so bad. I <laughs> love it. National Treasure Book of Secrets. Uh Ghost Rider. Oh, God. Um, see,
1: now now we're dipping into the... But he's
0: still getting
2: really big budget movies yeah. still. Okay. I,
0: I just want... I'm going to like... Like, we're not going to stop to talk about any of them. Okay. No. Here we go. Astro Boy, Knowing, G Force, Bad Lieutenant, Kick Ass, The Sorcerer's Apprentice, Justice, Season of the Witch, Trespass, Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, Drive Angry, A Thousand Words, Stolen, Can't Stop Losing You, The Frozen Ground, Joe, The Crudes, Dying of the Light, Takarev, Left Behind, Outcast, The Runner, Pay the Ghost, The Trust, Snowden, Army of One, Dog Eat Dog, USS Indianapolis, The Humanity Bureau, Inconceivable, Arsenal, Vengeance, A Love Story, Mom and Dad, Becoming Iconic, Looking Glass, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, one Mandy, Looking Glass. Between, I think he's done two Looking Glasses. Between the Worlds, <laughs> Teen Titan Go, Running with the Devil, A Score to Settle, Primal Kill Chain, Grand Isle, Color Out of Space, The Crude's A New Age, Jiu-Jitsu Pig, Prisoners of Ghostland, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, Willy's Wonderland, and prisoners of the Ghostland since 2009 oh my
2: god he literally doesn't say no i've watched a, a like seven of those though that's too many color yeah um he sucks i don't know
0: <laughs> overrated underrated have, i guess he's 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 I think he's just properly rated properly as Properly rated joke. as in, like, he's fucking terrible. He's, like, straight-to-DVD guy.
2: Yeah. You know what's so funny? There used to be a thing called straight-to-DVD, and we just knew to avoid those movies. Like, mm-hmm. they were bad. They didn't yeah. even make it to theaters. And now there isn't that anymore. Now it's just called And Netflix. it's a big mix of <laughs> shit where, like, sometimes something will go right to streaming, and it's fantastic. Yeah, because they're like watching a lot of movies. I would have for sure known to steer clear from.
0: I I think that the thing is, is like these movies get made with sometimes very small budget, and then they look to get sold somewhere, right? So as to how they're going to be distributed, and so like the good movies get put into the theaters. But the bad movies have nowhere to go, and so they get sold to streaming services. But at the same time, streaming services are trying to become viable with their ability to make good movies. So sometimes they just buy movies early on that are going to be good, mm-hmm. or they just fund money fund movies from the get go. Well, produce movies, too. and they They're produce also them a studio, themselves. Yeah. And so, like, I think that it's hard for you to know when something comes onto Netflix. Is this something that they produced themselves that they were really excited about, or is this something that they bought for two million dollars? Right. Is this like an extraction which is actually going to be you know
2: pretty yeah. good, maybe not great. But would have hit the theaters, um, yeah, man. Well, whatever it is, that's where Nick Cage lives now.
0: I think that that was some really high end podcasting when I just read through his last twelve years of movies. It was funny. It was just overwhelming. It was overwhelming of just things you'd never heard of. I heard, hey, Primal, <laughs> Primal, that's the one on the ship. <laughs> All right, uh, here we go. Summer of Star Wars. Yes, I should have it keyed up, but I was too busy reading Nick Cage things. So, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> um, Ryan? <laughs> All right.
1: Thank you. So we watched uh, Attack of the Clones for Summer of Star Wars. Right. <laughs> also, we went with the Imperial Death March. You, you, we changed it up a little bit. We did. It used to be the other one. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, Attack, Attack of the, of the Clones. The clones. Yeah. Second one. <laughs> Most people's least favorite. Uh, Jim, you're going to lead us through it today. Where do we start? All right. What <laughs>
2: Ryan, you got to help me with this too. So I just watched it, but um, what is the opening scene?
0: They go to see the they go to see uh, the princess in the city, and they he's like, she doesn't even she doesn't even remember me. I've thought about her. Yeah, every day there's for the 10 attack years. on the
2: thing. So they're coming into the city, I think, to, to protect do this Big vote. The opening scroll, by the way, I was like, what does this have to do with the last movie? <laughs> it seemed like a total like they were starting over again. Yeah. Um, and then they just say like. Yeah, remember Amadala who was, like, a, the queen? Well, now she's a senator. Don't worry about that. Um, and so, okay.
1: Election was totally fair, not rigged.
2: Exactly. And so then she, they, you know, kill somebody. They try to, they, you can tell that the main driver, at least of the early plot, is that people are trying to kill her because she wants to vote against the, the formation of this uh, army. hmm Okay? So, that's cool. And that's kind of how we meet back into our Obi-Wan and our guy, Annie. And they are put on guard duty for her.
0: Yeah, and Annie's, like, still saying creepy stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, like, been hired to, like, protect her. And he's just, like, more beautiful than ever before, of course. I mean, f- for a senator. <laughs>
2: like, he's <laughs> kind it's of unbearable. Like, Annie, you're still that creepy little fuck I met yeah. on
0: I, 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 He really ruins the movie. Like, as much as the little kid did. He's bad.
2: Yeah. I mean... I feel, also, I feel for him because he looked cool, like he looked great. Yeah, he looks. He's awesome. like a handsome guy, and With he the like rat wears tail. the clothes right, and all those things. But he has horrible dialogue. Some of the worst dialogue I've ever fucking heard. Which isn't his fault. Yeah, and I actually, spoiler alert, I liked this movie, and I liked it better than the first one by uh, like a lot. Is that because like, there's less Jar Jar? There is less Jar Jar, and that helps oh, he's, a lot. He's a I, I as we get into it, I'll tell you why I liked it. Okay, we'll
1: keep going.
0: So you get this chase scene where they drop the like the assassin are we supposed to know who that assassin is by the way
1: no just that she's a changeling okay I mean, yeah that's, which that's, was kind of cool like that hired, was, that she was was hired cool. by
2: somebody um you know we get that scene where the slugs come into the the room
1: the killer centipede thingies scene. yeah and
2: then one of my favorite moments in all of star wars and for sure one of my favorite obi moments is that when he looks out the window and sees like that droid there the flying droid he just zero hesitation sprints out dives through the window and jumps onto it from, like, the one millionth story up. I just thought that was so awesome. That's it called was cool. that's called
1: being one with the Force, Jim. It's
0: called being a straight badass with yeah. zero hesitation. He's like, we have to keep getting customers, and, like, the fact that we just let her get attacked. Yeah. Not a good look for it's us. It's actually
2: amazing that Anakin went to go help him instead of being like, oh, this is
0: my chance to be alone with Padme. Yeah.
2: So, okay, so they catch this. They, they it's a pretty cool seen through the city We get some flying car action
1: um not to be outdone by obi-wan jumping in a, like a free fall manner anakin is like looking down over the side of the car and is like yeah, i'm out too and yeah like he just hops out
2: and he's oh. apparently done it before yeah he's hated when he's um yeah i thought the subtle shape shape shifting of her face like before you knew she was any kind of changeling or that was even a thing, you know, they kind of show her looking around and it was really subtle, her shifting into an alien and then back. Like I was really,
0: I was really hoping that it would like come into effect later. Like it would have been like mission impossible. Like (laughs) later on someone you thought was someone, but not the mask comes off.
2: I'm glad they didn't lean into that too much um all right so what happens next so they save they they kill them and then find this dart and this is where i think the movie gets really interesting so now you have anakin who's gonna take padme back to her home city her home naboo. planet Nabu, naboo to like guard them and you get the worst shit that star wars has ever done there and then i think you get some of the best stuff obi-wan ever did when he's detective obi and he's going to meet his friend at the diner to like figure out what this dart is from. And then he's going back and he's checking the archives and you get a great scene with Yoda in front of the kids where Yoda just clowns his ass. So he's like, oh, Obi-Wan has lost a planet. Like that shit was so (laughs) great. Like all that stuff was awesome. He's going to the archives and he goes to this, this, Space where a planet should be, where only a Jedi could have deleted this planet from the archives, and I am loving the mystery at this point. Like I want to know everything about it. Yeah, okay.
0: it's good. Okay, I really want to know. Like, can we list? Can we list the positive things that Yoda does? He, he,
1: we don't need to go down this path. He again. trains.
0: He trains Luke,
1: which is a major positive. But we, we know how, how you feel about Yoda, but what, we, don't, we don't need to delve into but it. But though. what do we're, you? What
0: does he? What do you think he does?
1: But we're reviewing.
0: I just, I'll just attack of the clones, so we
2: can move it on. I have a note that I'm really sick of Yoda not knowing anything, and then they just keep saying, well, you know, we're we're blinded by the dark side. Well, then the light side blows, dude. You, I mean, you've been rendered useless. So that did annoy me. He's that that's like just waiting. Their go-to.
0: He's like, um, like a like a helper to the king or something who would like be able to see the future, but like didn't really know the future. Right. That's the kind of person he is. Like he just he's always kind of like, well, we don't know yet, but we'll think about it. And they're like, well, we kind of need to take action. At now. one
2: point, Palpatine asks him, "Do you think that there'll be war?" And he goes, "Ooh, the future is hard to predict because of the dark side." I was like, dude, you're an advisor. What do you think, you dumbass? <laughs> you don't have to know or see the future to tell us your opinion. He just doesn't answer. All right. So where are we at now? So they, you get to, you get to see. what is it? What's the name of that? The planet where they are the clones making the clones. Yep. It's not Geonosis.
1: The clone planet. The
2: exactly the clone planet. I forget it. Yeah. Um. I loved all that. Like the tall neck aliens that were like expecting him to show up. I thought it was Camino. so interesting. Camino. Camino. Yeah. Camino. Yeah. Um, it looked incredible.
1: By the way, Tyler of Winterfell was screaming into his headphones. Just right now. Yeah. Camino, Camino, you folks. Idiots. <laughs>
2: um... I loved all that. I just thought it looked so cool. And then you get, you know, to see this army for the first time. You get to see, you know, the Boba Fett stuff, which I really loved. So they're all modeled after Jango Fett. And then, you know, Boba Fett is, turns out, is an unaltered clone, which I thought was
1: really cool. Like, Also, how unfiltered were, were the tall Kaminoans? Like, any question <laughs> Obi-Wan asked? They're like, yeah, no, he wanted one for himself, an unaltered clone. <laughs> yeah, and let's like, go see him. Like, like <laughs> you're telling him, it's, it's like his personal business. Like, like I thought the same. Same thing. Like, where's HIPAA in this? Like, come on. I mean, you, you guys are divulging information that shouldn't be available to the general public. God, there were so many good
2: meme moments in this one, too. Like, they're, they're like, would you like to inspect the units? That's why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great meme. I mean, really one of the most prolific meme-creating movies of all time. is. You're this a big one. prequel meme guy. They're the best. I mean, they're the best templates, probably because the movie is so stupid. Um, all right, I loved this stuff. So then he, he fights... Uh, oh, okay, this is how they get to Geonosis, right? Because he follows Boba and Jango in the ship to Geonosis so that Boba can go and hang out with, um, you know, his masters who are, we get to see what, okay, what's the, the name, okay, Count Dooku, Dooku. is oh. there oh. and Bob the Separatists are back. Yeah. Well, you
1: also, you missed the, like, uh, the Obi-Wan and Jango kind of fight scene. Like, I love that, that. That was just absolutely uh, brilliant.
0: Yeah, I thought that was so I cool. I think the fight scenes the in these movies are pretty cool. Yeah. And, like, considering um, they're not nearly as cool as the new fight scenes because the technology has improved so much in 20 years. Right. But there's such an upgrade from the original movies that, like, this is your first real look at, like, how cool, like, saber fighting could, could actually, could actually fucking and, be. Yeah. And because the problem with the with the prequels is, like, you do get cool Luke. And, like, Luke turns into such a badass as the movies go. But, like, it's almost like all of his real badass stuff for the most part happens off the screen. Except for a few scenes he has. Yeah. And so you like see one cool Jedi and like one washed up old dude. Right. And that's it for the Jedi in the first three movies. And that's why I liked that like yeah. there's a lot of Jedi in this. Seeing and a I bunch like of Jedi their culture. Is fucking I think cool. it's so
2: interesting. Like I think they did a really good job displaying sort of what the Jedi would look like as a true order, how they organize, what their rules are. The whole world is built up really, really well and thoughtfully, I thought. Because like I said, we didn't even see a lightsaber until the end of the first movie and you know there was only ever like essentially there was essentially zero jedi at that point you know there was no jedi order
1: so
0: i don't like the jedi order no we, they're, we they're know. problematic they're a problem like especially in clone wars like they're such douchebags like yeah. the jedi well, maybe,
1: maybe that's the point like it maybe, definitely is. Maybe they're trying it. to go for that. Like you know, I
0: think they're like religious extremists. Yeah, they're like a they're bunch of bunch sure. of old dudes.
1: A <laughs> bunch of old dudes dictating what the younger group of people get to do, and they're rebelling against it in some ways. Um, I also like the the sort of display of Django's arsenal. Of different things, you know, he yeah. had the 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 shooting cable, the the, the, flame the flamethrower, thrower, the rocket, his, his blaster, yeah, the, the rocket. Blaster. He like that scene where he like you know engages his jetpack and is like floating backwards and shooting at Obi Wan was just That's like sweet. just fantastic, and like he done. flies over and yeah. then.
2: It- Obi-Wan with the kick, the jump and the kick was just awesome. Um,
1: We should probably
2: jump over. This is clearly the most interesting and exciting part of the movie is the fact that they took Obi-Wan and gave him a really exciting storyline. And then they took Anakin and split him up and gave him a really boring and poorly written storyline where he's falling in love with, with Queen Amidala, which is important. I get that. Um you do get a pretty formative scene in that part though besides them falling in love and literally the scene where they're rolling around in the grass and riding those giant ticks was some of the worst shit I've ever seen committed I mean, to screen and, and I watch Nick Cage movies be, regularly like
1: cringy,
2: really cringy. so um but you did get him going back to Tatooine to save his mom and I like some of that I like seeing Watto again um I liked seeing you know what his Uncle and Aunt are doing. Um, and then you get him just fucking laying waste to an entire tribe of what do they call them? Sand people. Yeah. Um, which was fucked up and it was intense. That was messed up. And they play some some of the music and you know, one of the shadows cast on the wall right before he leaves, or maybe when he gets back or whatever, is like it looks like a Vader helmet. Uh all that stuff was really cool and it was kind of important. It is a little surprising that like, you know, he breaks down and tells Uh, Amidala, like...
1: I hate them. I hate them. And she's
2: like, yeah, I do love this guy. You know what I mean? It's like, I killed them all. He's totally normal. The women and the children, too. Um,
1: I wish we could have seen that.
2: Yeah, you d- I like, mean, yeah, one.
1: you didn't
2: need to. He just was, like, literally cutting heads off for, like, 30 seconds, and they're like, okay, you get it. Um, no, I like that. And that was a reveal, too, that you got in that scene where he tells her that. Like, we didn't know that he killed little kids and shit. Um, so I liked all that, and it's kind of formative, right? So that's one of his first big, like, you know, guided by hate and all that stuff.
1: One step to the dark side.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And he's already talking about how, you know, when he's so powerful, no one is going to die. My mom wouldn't have died if I it was more powerful. So, all that shit was really important. Um, but yeah, so then it's all going to come to a head on Genosis. So they they go to Genosis to save Obi-Wan who's captured. You get some crazy ass crash bandicoot looking video game stuff on the the conveyor belts on the assembly line. So Stupid. unnecessary um really really silly wacky droid stuff with the heads being swapped all that stuff sucked but overall like i really liked the fighting pit um oh yeah i thought that was all really cool the creatures were cool like I was into all that. I I thought it looked great. Uh, Everything was good except for... Padme looked amazing.
1: Except for her shirt getting like ripped by the (laughs) tiger. Like, come on.
2: (laughs) I know. It's got to get the midriff out. Um, Yeah. So, you know, at that point, they they escape the pit and you get to see what it would look like for an army of Jedi to be deployed, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Even if when you watch it, like in the background, the Jedi are like literally just posing with lightsabers. Did you notice some of that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're literally, like, just holding lightsabers and kind of, like, swaying around and, like, looking around. Like, I don't know. Maybe they didn't think that they were gonna yeah, be that was, close to the yeah. front of the camera. But anyways, um, and then you get the Dooku face-off, which I loved, which is incredible. I, I think well, Dooku
0: is so compelling, too. Yeah, yeah and... I mean, I mean, we
2: don't really know anything about him at this point, except for he's leading the Separatists. And he claims that he is not... That he wants to team up with Obi-Wan and take down Sidious. And tells, hey... Sidious is in control of the Senate. He, I mean, these are all facts that he tells him. Mm-hmm. So you know, you get the cool battle where it's like they didn't stand a chance. Dooku laid him out, and then Yoda comes in. And I remember this was a theater moment where I was thrilled. Everybody was clapping and excited.
0: Have you ever? I was just trying to find the the like gif of I couldn't find it, but like all of the Jedi in a green screen just like swinging their lightsabers everywhere <laughs> is have there seen is that out there
1: i uh,
2: know
0: i need to see it i have to find it for you guys but it's so funny and like this that looks incredibly dumb or what yeah i mean that's that's the only thing is like it gets to that end scene and like they're they're they were really into like they kind of like r- corrected themselves on jar jar binks in this movie but for whatever reason they thought it'd be really cool if the characters were constantly riding big alien animals yeah they did a lot of that that was like a real big part of this and the next one too yeah. Where they're like, Obi-Wan needs to ride this lizard. Oh, that <laughs> so, shit's awesome It's a though. large iguana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. But then they did it in the new movies too. Yeah. They were like, we have to escape the casino. Well, I mean, dude, when you look at this. Somebody come up with giant camels.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's a long history of that in all the movies. And then there's battles with space monsters. That's a big part of all of them, too. So um, I loved all that. I liked all the space and flying scenes. I thought the movie looked great. Uh, it pretty much ends there, right, with Dooku escaping. Uh, he goes back and, and meets with Darth Sidious and says, hey, you know, plan succeeded. The war has started. I don't exactly know what the attack of the clones was. Doesn't it sort of seem seem like attack of the clones? You're being attacked by the clones, yeah. But they were attacking the the bad guys the, at the time, the droid army, yeah. really. So kind of weird, a little misleading. Um, overall, what you guys think of this thing?
1: I mean, one of the other scenes that you know y- is was there part there of this. That well, important? when they get mace, married I when, guess at the end that's when important. mace cuts off jango yes. fett's head was a big moment yeah um, and then of course boba you know picks
2: up the helmet and by the way that's kind of cool like when that happens you can actually see the shadow of um boba's or jango's head like flying off screen and then the helmet kind of goes this way so it's kind of a cool like they're not going to show the head fly out because it's p this movie was actually pg well I think the next one is pg-13 it has to
1: be yeah it's burning flesh
2: all those things yeah <laughs> um I'm excited for the next one, but this one, I can't remember what I gave the first one. I think I gave it in the 60s.
1: No, you went higher.
2: No, I think... I, I think you said 75.
1: Yeah, you went higher. I went 60. Eric went 50. Or I like said 40, 43. 45, yeah.
2: Okay. On this one, well, i have to give it higher than the last one. Shit. I would, if I could go back, I would drop the last one. Um. All right. Then I'm going to give this one a 78, a few points higher, although I, I liked it considerably more than the first one.
1: I think the elimination of Jar Jar was key. Yes. I mean, he's I in think, it, but hardly. I think propping up... Yeah, not elimination, but essentially eliminating (laughs) They put him on the bench. I think the propping up of Obi-Wan Kenobi was a huge step in the right direction. Yeah. Dialogue was hideous. Poor Anakin. The Amidala stuff on Naboo is unwatchable. Yeah. That's that's what that 15 second skip ahead button is for on streaming services. No need to even entertain that. Um, But then all of the the city chase scene, the Kamino fight scene between Jango and Obi-Wan, and then the fight stuff on Geonosis is just top top-notch especially for the time right um and was like super entertaining like when yoda fought dooku like you said that was a moment that nobody saw coming no and was unbelievable they had never seen
2: him move faster than limp
1: yeah it was really cool so i think i would agree with you i think um i think 75 is a good score um for it but definitely needs improvement and i think we'll get that in the next one
0: yeah for sure uh, i'm gonna give this one a 54 uh just a hater wow that's low i think i'm gonna like the later ones more than you do well, that could- i disagree i think so i think like when we get to the newer ones i think i'm gonna like them more um i i mean i give this a favorable one like, really yeah it's like barely above average like <laughs> it's like okay i like dooku more than i like um darth maul by a lot okay I like uh, anything with Obi-Wan is cool. Uh, I kind of think that Obi-Wan is flawed only in the writing that's done for him. Mm -hmm. I think Ewan McGregor is awesome. I think he's so perfect for this role. I think he looks cool. I think everything about him in this role is cool, but the dialogue he has kind of like pulls him down. It's not his fault. I feel like he's like doing the most with not a lot in these, Um, but there's just too much just bad Anakin and... Well, there's also a lot of age shaming,
1: I guess, amongst the Jedi. Like anytime they they were like, "Hey, what if we did this?" He's like, "Oh, okay, calm down, my very young Padawan." Like <laughs> he so many times, <laughs> even when
2: he does something good, he's like, "My young, inexperienced Padawan."
1: Yeah. Like, geez,
2: cut him a break. I can see why he he's would like get six a- years so younger angst. than you.
0: Like, calm <laughs> yeah. down. Like, Jesus. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I it's okay so what did you give it
2: what did i say 78?
1: 78 78 i went 75 okay
2: okay so. i feel like that might be high but like i said i
0: set the bar last so an average time with, of like uh 66 78 plus, plus 75 plus 54 is that what i said sure and we get 69 hey nice,
1: nice. <laughs> uh
2: i think that's actually fine that's good for this movie it's higher than the last one um, which I thought, you know, I don't really get why people hate on this one but don't give the original more shit then. Like, why is this yeah, one the bastard child? This the, movie the was The first better. one is the worst one, by Oh, all. it's the worst Star Wars movie by a lot. I mean, Solo, ooh, which we get to actually watch in two movies, yeah. um, is better, and that movie's not that good. So, uh, yeah, I, I like this one, and I really, really like 3, and I know I'm excited to watch it.
0: I've seen it three, a lot of times. 3 is really good. It just... It has a lot of like lava but that's okay because it's good and i i really like everything with evil dark side anakin and it's much Obi-Wan. better like, well
2: that's the thing too it's well, like they in this movie they sort of r- tried to ride this line between him still being like likable and someone that you feel should end up with with padme and someone i mean padme is like the ultimate sweetest smartest most badass mm-hmm. most heroic character in star wars right mm-hmm. so you have to at least sort of like anakin for you to want her to be with him but yet they have him being whiny and arrogant and impatient and all these flaws that they they talk about and they show and it just gets to be like this dude fucking blows like he sucks he sucks and it's much better when he's goes evil than you're like nice i can at least yeah when he when this. he goes
0: evil you're kind of like i kind of like this character now yeah exactly like i'm kind of into this character now like finally he's he's let ready to be himself and so i'm excited about that i can't wait for it the next I, movie has dooku and grievous and dooku grievous emperor. emperor and eventually vader yeah no shit it's yep. it's cool no! I, <laughs> there's some bad stuff in this one nice, too that but that's okay because there's, Sorry, i had to do it yeah. there's a lot of bad his stuff only in line
2: first. right um yeah so that's exciting i'm ready for the next one
0: i can't wait to talk about the final scenes of next one next week like i'm already excited like i already want to talk about them now but we will wait we will all right guys that is it that's all the time we have join us in the summer of star wars next week uh, as we have uh revenge of the sith what are they getting revenge for we're not sure but they're getting it and it's <laughs> next week so watch it with us it's going to be a lot of fun hopefully you guys are enjoying the summer of star wars hopefully you guys are staying cool and uh we'll be back with the sports cast here for you guys so we'll talk to you soon thanks for listening to the norettys podcast